Yeah. Let's go, right? Let's All go. Right, so I know you're gonna edit this, mm-hmm. but keep this edit. Keep that. You can make that into your own clip, and let like let this be a reminder. Hold this. Dude, this, this is real. That you, it is because this is what I see. Whenever I watch those first video, I was like, this is the potential. This is the power. Set aside the ego. I know it. Yeah, I know. I know you have aspirations. Keep that. But the spirit is here, and he's gonna work through you. Let's go. That's just me. All right. Hey, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Hey, we're ready. What's up, guys? We're here. No, keep it rolling. Keep, right, keep, keep the music going. Okay. Keep the music going. No, right. hey, we're here uh, for episode number eight. Uh, we're talking about pornography. We're being open about it. We're talking about it. It's it's a tough subject. It's not easy uh, for us to get up here and tell our personal stories about it. But people deserve to know how real it is. It is such a problem. We were eating at the dinner table the other night with somebody, uh, with a girl, and we talked about what we're about to talk about. And she said, wait, that's a problem? And and I was like, and we all started going around, and we were like, hey, how many of you guys have spent lots of time watching porn? And everybody was like, me, me, me. Every dude at the table. It's real, it's a problem, and it needs to be talked about. And I'm going to let Michael go into it. This is our guest, by the way. Sorry, I didn't say it. Uh, this is a great friend of ours. Uh, this is a guy my, right here. This my is a my guy. brother in Christ. This is Michael Robinson. Uh, he, he's done some FCA stuff. He's actually he's going into seminary now, right? Uh, that I am. That I am. Um, not sure which seminary. I got dialed down to three different ones. Mm-hmm. But we'll see where the Lord uh, takes me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. It is. Yeah. It's something that uh, I've been running from, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like Jonah. I'm Guys, here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. so excited to see what God does in his life. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we're, excited. we're excited. Just, uh, but uh, right now, we just got done praying before this. Man, we're, we still got the worship music flowing Yeah, right yeah. Now. If y'all like, can see, we got no, It's emotions. It's emotions. You need to put it yeah. on. Put it on. All right, but we're going to pray before we get into it. We're going to let Michael pray. Uh, Michael is our guest, and we're very honored to have him. And uh, he's going to give us some personal insight on his story. And uh, and we're all going to give some on ours, but uh, we're just going to let him get into it, praying, and then we'll, we'll get into it. Right. Hey, Lord. Um, I appreciate you for this moment. I thank you for the genuine, authentic time that we've already shared and this time right here, right now. Your spirit is flowing, allowed to continue to lead us and guide us. We set aside our ego and we surrender to your will. For you are everything and anything. And I need you. We need you. They need you. Let us be in your will. In your holy name I pray. Amen. 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 Let's get into it. Uh, One thing he said that really stuck out to me, uh, he said, we need you. And that's so true. If you have watched pornography and you want to stop, there is only one way you're going to get out, and that is through the Lord. There's no other way. Because I bet you've tried that that uh, time where it's like, oh, I'm going to stop. Oh, I'm going to stop. Oh, I'm going to stop. And you don't because you're trying to do it yourself. And there's no way that you're going to get out of it without God. So I'm going to let, I'm gonna let uh, them get into it. Uh, HUD's going to start us off uh, with some scripture. And we're going to really get into it and dive into it now. So I wanted to go over... Uh... Matthew five twenty eight, and it's basically just diving into having adultery 
in your heart mm-hmm. and that you commit you commit adultery just from having lust mm-hmm. at that woman and i think we're all guilty of it and it's something we sh- as humans all struggle with I'm, uh, i know we all do but it says but i say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart mm-hmm. so guys when you're when you're just thinking of these bad bad images of these girls and you with them you're already doing it and one way that I've always found it's easier is when you start looking at pornography, you look at women as objects. 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 Jinx. Jinx. You start looking at them as objects. I mean, uh, you don't look at them as their personality, what they really stand for, and everything like that. And it turns us into sick people, honestly. It's awful. That's what it's the disgusting. pornography industry has turned into is just looks and lust. And that's not the morals we stand by when we're in this and everything we try to do. So, guys... When you have that lust or that desire, I encourage you to say, God, get me out of this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we we just came to him right there a second ago, man. It was powerful. Just from us looking at this as a uh, a thing for ego and not the right, right. Look, outlook on it when it should just be about him. Mm-hmm. We need to look at things like that all the time. Say, God, what are we doing to look to look for you in every situation? I think... Uh, that's what I got with Matthew five twenty eight. I was gonna let Mike take over. Uh, Matthew five twenty eight is is uh, a bold verse. I uh, for I, I believe for the people uh, right there in that situation, whenever he um, was speaking, but also to us today, because it doesn't just stop at the action, but it takes a step forward and into uh, the very thought. Mm-hmm. Um, not trying to get too wordy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a uh, transgressions and then there's iniquities transgressions mm-hmm. being the things that you actually done and sinned and that's that's what would have been the adultery but at the root of it the iniquity is the very thought yeah and right. mm, even in regards to porn like it starts with a thought mm-hmm. like it may it, it, very few times you can cite back and be like oh it just randomly happened no 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 it starts it with a thought a and thought. then it slowly it's worse when you have that thought you have to immediately rebuke it and you have to be like lord i rebuke these thoughts get them away from me like don't even like let that go into something else because you know you have like when you dwell on it when you dwell on it you're like well maybe it's okay maybe it's okay maybe it's okay and then you end up doing it no it's um i know we're just rapid firing but (laughs) yeah but but it's just at that point where it's even it's even dangerous to get to the point where you're just like, oh, God will forgive me. No, <laughs> like like you, you know, cause you, you, we're going yes, to dive uh, right in. It's where you you, now, where you get to that point. Mm, what's the verse in Romans? Uh, that it basically says we all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah, we all do. We all do. Um, and it's not. But it's not. That's see, a lot of people do that. They say, oh well, we all fall short. Oh well, we all fall short. And it's like we can't do that. We can't just be like, oh, I'm forgiven. Oh, I'm forgiven. Like. Conviction is in the Holy Spirit. Like you feel convicted whenever you do something wrong, and you're like, "I'm not glorifying God with this." Now, it's one of those things that we we have to understand what we're doing. Right. Like when it comes to pornography, and I want to share a little bit of my personal story, and I won't get dive into it too much. First time I watched porn, I was 15, and it. You know what it came from? It came from a buddy being like, "Hey, bro, look at this. I watched this." And, like, you're going to run into it. You're going to run into it. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
you can't just like we have to face the real world. It's twenty twenty one. It's twenty twenty one. You're going to have a friend at school or at college or your job or whatever that's gonna come up to you and they're gonna be like, "Bro, look at this." Like it's gonna happen. You have to prepare yourself. Right. Uh, I I, you know, we're saying this kind of it's kind of like, ugh, at looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like okay, let, yeah, let's set a tone for it. So we're already geeked up. We we had uh, a good. Pre-worship session, we are uh, good prayer. So we're we're kind of already like here, but let's dial it yeah, back. Yeah, sorry, sorry, bit. sorry. We got it. We got it. Like I want, I want to give this verse real quick. Uh, it's kind of sounding a little discouraging. I want to just say this in First Corinthians ten thirteen: No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with temptation, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So, guys, you're going to be faced with it. Every common man has. Mm-hmm. You don't think somebody else in the history of mankind has gone through what you've gone through. They have. And I'm telling you, God's not going to put you through something that he can't get you out of. For sure. So, if you are struggling with something like this, it's not the end of the world. It's not. Because God will prevail, and he will put you through it. Oh, 100%. Um, even just, let's go with an uncommon man. Let's go with David. Uh, the man uh, after God's own heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet, he still battled with lust. Like he he's the very one who did commit an act of adultery. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, he saw Bathsheba, and you know, let me get her. But it, without <laughs> going, like yeah, that, yeah. that's really yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's what um, it was. And it and it it's crazy because that that is a man that literally God Himself. He, David did nothing else to have the title of a man after God's own heart. God was like, this is a man after my own heart. God mm-hmm. chose him, and yet he still fell short. Like, let right. that sink in. God right. chose him. Right. And he still fell short. So no man, no person is perfect other than Jesus. Um, Jesus. <laughs> only perfect man. But, but through him, we have that perfection. Mm. And through him, and with brothers. Yes. Accountability. Uh, iron sharpens iron. With, with having people around you, and it's, it's not easy. But you can actually strive towards something that mm-hmm. is greater and you can resist porn. Mm-hmm. You can't yes. resist the lust of the flesh. You can't resist the lust of your desires. Yes, and I want to talk about how because a lot of people, they look and they're like, oh, how can I stop? How can I stop? I'm going to tell you how I stopped. Guys, it's been I don't know how long since I watched porn. I don't want to like give a straight up number. It's been over a year. It's been a long time. Uh, of course, I don't know the exact number, but it's been a long time for me. And the way I got out of it is I had an accountability partner. And I was so sick and tired of it making me look at women the wrong way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it, was, it, it, it literally made me so mad because it was one of those things that just because I fell into it when I was 15 years old, I, I stayed in it. And it's like, okay, I'd go a month not doing it and then I'd fall right back into it because that temptation would come back. But so what I did is I got a friend and we helped each other and we would call each other whenever we had the urge to do it and we would talk about it and we would pray together and we helped each other. And you have to have a brotherhood. You have to have accountability that will help you. You you have to have accountability. Really, it comes down to accountability and responsibility. Like Mm -hmm. when you feel like you're, uh, when you feel like it's just you, and you and the Lord, you're like, ah, again, you'll have that mindset of, oh, he'll forgive me. I'll be fine. But when there's stakes on the line. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's one thing to fall once and then be like, all right, I'll do better. And then 
three hours later, your mind's already like back, back to on it. it. Or yeah. the next day, or you know, you're like, dang. Like, and you have to confess. You have to call somebody. It's really humbling. It's for a, it's, sure to to admit, hey, I messed up. That. And I and I firmly believe like that's where the Lord wants us to be. He wants us to be humble. And it comes in one or two ways. It's either one, he humbles us. Or, or, or two, <laughs> right. with the preferable way, we the humble ourselves. Way. We humble yeah. ourselves. And that, that, that's, that's where the Lord wants us and needs us. Because mm-hmm. it's for sure. Again, going back to David, David didn't break down until he was called out on the matter. And then he pled unto the Lord. And he was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. That just shows that everybody struggles with something. Yeah. And uh, I want to also say this in First John two sixteen: For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and of the pride and possession is not from the Father, but it's from it's from the world. And these guys, it's basically saying that God's not doing this to you in a necessarily way. It's the world. It's, it's the worldly corrupt. things. It's a yes. No. That, no. That's the big three. That's, you know, the the lust of the flesh, uh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eye. So. Again, using David's story, um, David was a man who literally, it, it talks about how he basically walked on the, to his balcony and looked out and he saw Bathsheba. He saw the woman and then he was like, he, he, he sat there and those the lust of the eye mm. and then he saw, he was like, ah, I got to have her. And then he indulged in the lust of the flesh and then he mm. hit it like a lot of men, even some girls that are out there, yes. a lot of people do, I mean, they, hide, they hide the deed that they've done because they don't want to be put ashamed. And that's the pride of life, at least in David's and, story. And I, bro, I want to say that with anything. That's like, we put, we, we've talked about, we put our problems under the rug. Right. We're like, okay, this doesn't exist. You cannot do that. You have to accept. Yeah, if you have an addiction to pornography, you have to be like, I have an addiction. The first step to getting better with something is admitting that it's there. Like, you can't just pretend and be like, oh, well, I'm not that bad about it. Like, listen, if you watch porn once every two weeks, once every even month, you have an addiction. You have to get off of it. And when I finally, like, got off of it, and when I, like, my eyes were cleared and I I had freedom. Mm -hmm. I don't view women like that anymore. And, like, it's, like, mentally, too, you feel f- more free because you're con- it's on your mind constantly. It's awful. Yeah. Um, makes me think of uh, the scripture where talked or Jesus tells us is like take take my yoke uh, mm-hmm. upon upon me upon you you know mm-hmm. us that we're supposed to take his yoke and the illustration to that is to take off the burdens of the world and put on his and mm-hmm. it's something uh, for deeper context. Whenever animals, oxen, back in the day, they would be uh, taught how to plow the field to mm-hmm. do the job that they were meant to be doing. Right. They would take an older one who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they would take a younger one and put those together. And the older one would be strong enough to guide them along the way. Right. And in that sense, Jesus is the one who comes into our life, um, not just through our faith and us reading the word, but also through accountability and friendship and just just that association of believers keeping us well, you, accountable you talk about pride once i finally was just like hey i got this problem and i reached out to somebody that's whenever the process occurred mm-hmm. to to be like okay i'm gonna get better about this instead of staying in the same place we just stay in the same place oh i'm gonna try myself i'm gonna try myself like it's not gonna work you know a lot of people they uh they look at watching porn as you know it's not as big as a deal as actually having sex with somebody or mm-hmm. committing adultery yeah. when it's god seriously thing. says it's 
all sin is just about on the same level, yes. you know? Yes. <laughs> and people were like, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, everybody does it. Well, I mean... If you want to just be like everyone else, yeah. well, just just look at the actual word of sin. Like exactly. The meaning of it is to miss the mark. To miss the mark, period. That doesn't mean, oh, well, you know, oh, I just told a little lie. Well, same thing. Oh, I watched a little porn. Oh, same thing. Like, you, you've missed the mark. You're now lo- no longer on target. And, what is the Outlier target? In and we're not just saying, y'all, like... Y'all, I say y'all, you may be watching, never watch porn, whatever. Don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. If you're whatever age you have it, just don't do just it. Stop. Just, <laughs> just stop. You'll save yourself a lot of problems. Uh, uh, because it's a healing process. It takes so much time. No, it does. Once you've done that, and it's like me, like, you know, we're, we're all good, kid, good kids or whatever. People are like, oh, they're a good kid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, we've done that. Like, everybody's done it at some point. Almost everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you, you don't even do it. Don't do it. Save yourself some trouble. You know, and another way to help and get that more self-control feeling, because we all get that, uh, like, ugh, that urge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I say, ugh. You know? Ugh. That urge that pulls you in. And in Galatians 5, 16, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Guys, when you're on that walk, when you're trying to pursue God, you're not consumed by all these things. We watched a video last night in our Bible study about how when you let it soak with God, okay, you're ro- what, washing dishes. Let me clarify this. You're washing dishes. <laughs> Give context. And uh, let's say you scrub and scrub and scrub on a plate, and it takes forever. It's hard. It's just you scrub, and, and you may clean some of it off, but a lot of the times it just sits Right. That gunk and filth. When you put it in soapy water, let it sit, it becomes a lot loose. It becomes easier to come soapy off. Soapy water is God. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to wash it away. Yeah, when you let it sit with God and you let God come into your life and sit with those problems, it washes away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just stick on there like it used to. It's the habits. Right. It's like, like, you know, when we enter into Christ, like, you know, we're, we're made, we're we're cleansed. We're we're there, mm-hmm. but it's those habits. Those habits don't change. Like no. th- those those are still there. Like we still. Uh, it's like going to church camp. You know, you you geeked up in the lower there. Like you're there, hey. and then you get home. Listen to two moon, and you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> and then you're Shout right back. <laughs> if he's listening, and Daniel, <laughs> and then you're right back uh, in the same routines, around the same people, around those same problems, around those same temptations, because your room didn't change. Mm-hmm. Your phone didn't change. No. Your laptop Ooh. or whatever. Ooh, he's going like preach, bro. That, 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 that stuff is still there. And if that was what you were turning to, part of my story is like if that's what you're returning to for uh, peace, um, uh, entertainment, uh, joy, whenever the time rolls around and life hits a hard point, instantly, out of habit, you're going to turn and look towards those things. Mm-hmm. And it takes that actually getting into your word and actually dedicating yourself and and really submitting humbling yourself when right. you when you look to that like you you were talking about a while ago you feel more empty no you do you do you you are left you're left hollow it's part of my testimony story uh, uh how i got to a point where i literally was in my bed um by the standard of all my friends i had lived a li- <laughs> uh, i was living a life of Man, Mike, like I could call up any of them, told them the day that I had, and they would have been like, "Man, you're living it up. You, you are, you are wild. You yeah. are doing your thing." And I sat there, and I was in my bed, and I was bawling my eyes out because I felt so empty on the inside. Right. And it, 
it literally took me crying out to Christ to, and I, and it was almost a challenge, really. Uh, it was a challenge because I was like, God, if you're the God that I say that you are, that my parents say that you are, that the Bible says that you are, you'll take this pain, you'll take this emptiness away. And it was right there. Before I could even finish those last words, it's like he just went, give me that. And I'm going to one-up you. Here's my love, joy, and affection. Yeah. And you and were he, like... And it was fulfillment. Yeah. And again, those habits, those people, all those things were still there. Yeah. Like those, and, it, and it took time to actually find joy in reading his word, too, and find peace and love. Yeah. Right. Well, like your, your problems and your struggles, they're still going to be there. Like they're not just going to like magically go away, but now you have somebody that's going to go through them with you. Yeah. Somebody that's going to help you through them. When you look to Jesus, like I, I see so many people my age that like I, I was talking to someone recently that was like, um, yeah, I'm starting to become a better version of myself or I'm starting to know myself better and stuff. And I've always said that self-help can be good, but we need to look to God help. When, yeah. when we're looking to God to find whose we are, we, we got to stop there thinking about we who we are and remember whose we are. There we're we God's are. and his alone. And once you realize that, you're not going to need validation from other things to, to say, oh, I'm strong enough to stop watching porn. I'm strong enough to stop doing this or stop doing that or like get through this. Your struggles are still going to be there. But when you look to God, you have someone that will be like, you, can you know, beat it up. I think that's you know? a great point, Kev. And sometimes, uh, a lot of times we feel like, who who can even deal with this? Who can help me with this? Mm-hmm. We we got some ideas on seek seeking wiser help, smarter mm-hmm. people, and things like that. But guys, I want to remind you that Christ knows every hair on your head. Amen. Sure, He sculpted you the way you are, and He's created you like this in His image to where you know you're not alone in anything you do, and He's gonna be there with you. And when you finally reach out and take that hand, that opportunity, you're gonna get through it. I promise. No, um, while you were saying that, it it made me think of a verse. Uh, it's Philippians 2 and 15. It says, I might as well just start at 14. Do all <laughs> things without uh, grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, and among whom you shine as lights in the world. And in, there's some other verses that go along with that, but we as believers are called to be lights. Mm-hmm. That's lights in the midst of a dark and twisted generation and world. And we can clearly look at our society and the things around, and we can see those things. We can look at just the sin that is out there, mm-hmm. the pain, the hurt. But as being lights, we show that we may not be perfect, but we're striving towards something that is different. Mm-hmm. Something, there, yeah. There's a, a scripture in Proverbs where it talks about how uh, the wicked enjoy the darkness because that's where they uh, they stumble. That's where they uh, that's that's where they dwell. They, mm-hmm. they they know nothing else. But us of the light, us as believers, we're called to something higher. Right. We're we're supposed to be completely different than the world. So for and I say this to all the believers that are out there that may be listening to this and be like, no, no, I can watch a little bit. Like, it's, it's not that big a deal. It's natural. Because I know, I know that was a huge Oh, yeah, it's natural. Oh, it's natural. Oh, it's natural. Dude, oh, my gosh. Well, I, I used to be on that. Our flesh is of this world, and it is natural. But we're not supposed to walk in the flesh. We're supposed to 
walk in the spirit, mm. which is the supernatural. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to do that. Does that poetry or what is it they do? Poetry, something. It's like once someone like once someone someone speaks some facts, it's like. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Nah, he's he's so right though. Like we we give our we, we give excuses to ourselves. We're like, oh, you know, it's okay. Oh, everyone else does it. Oh well, uh, you know, it's natural. Like I used to catch myself on that stuff. Like, oh, it's natural. Do you want to be like everyone else? Be distinct. A lot of people that they probably answer that question like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be different. I don't want. But it, it's a part of being a believer mm-hmm. that we are called exactly. to be different. It's not comfortable, but it is comfortable amongst brothers no, that no. are also pursuing I will tell who's you, you are. Yes, who's I will tell you, once you get out of it, I want people to realize that when you get out of porn, it is so free, like free, uh, freely minding, I Freeing. guess. Freeing. Freeing. <laughs> Liberation. Because it's like your mind is not fixated on that anymore. You mm-hmm. Like... Our hearts, like what we put into our hearts is who we become. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're watching that. You you cannot tell yourself like, oh, I'm watching this and I don't think that. That's not true. When you're watching that, you're going to view women as objects. Or you're going to view them in a certain way. Whatever you feed your heart is like what fruits you'll bear. You know? Yeah. Um, there's a great documentary, uh, a documentary kind of movie-ish uh, on it. And it's called uh, The Heart of Man. Mm-hmm. Powerful, but it, it it give you a quick sum up. It gives you an illustration of how even when you're at the table, at the meeting table of God, when you're in His presence and you're experiencing Him, you still can be tempted. The siren calls. There's a voice of longing to just wander and drift out, and mm-hmm. it's not always immediate. Like we just get up and abandon God, but it's a slow and gradual mm-hmm. process where we get to the edge and we eventually fall off. Yep. When we fall off, we're swept away. And eventually, you're like, oh, let me try to go back. And sometimes we just decide it's to that stay. much harder. And, and we and we decide to stay where we are. Or we do eventually make it back, but we, we it's it's a, we become a yo yo, and we're but we're never just stuck in his presence. But it, right. beyond that, it gets to the point where you're enticed to sin, and right. you give way to it. One of two things happens: one, you just fall because you're just like, oh, I can't take this anymore, or two, you're just like, ah, let me go ahead and sin. Let me go ahead and embrace it. Right. And it's at that point where you think that you'll have... Um, the highs and lows. Well, no, not not that. You you think you'll... You think it'll be sweet. You think it'll be yeah, better. Yeah, you think you'll get something out of it. Like, yeah, it's the voice that's in your ear is like, oh, you know you want to. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And then as soon as you do, afterwards your mind is just like, what in the world? Like, what was the, that exactly. same voice, that same voice is like, mm, can't believe you. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you? Uh, yes! Like, oh my gosh! Yes, that same, the same yes. voice that enticed you is the same voice that will condemn you right after. Yeah, right? it'll be like, oh, do it, do it. And then it'll be like, what are you doing? That. Like, yes. Exactly. Setting you up to fail your own work. But, okay, so with that being said, I kind of want to get some more ideas on how we can fix this, how to yeah. stop this. And uh, I'll kind of wrap up with this stuff. Cale uh, was mentioned earlier, his accountability partner. Mm-hmm. That always helps in every situation, having somebody that's going to keep you in line, that you're going to keep in line. It's mm-hmm. a win-win situation. I advise you to find that friend that's trying to seek Christ and say, hey, man, let's do something together to where we can make each other better. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step. Dive into the Word. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Hands down. I got uh Go ahead. What was your second one? I was going to say, and seek wise counsel. I mentioned that a little bit earlier. That's good. But seek people that are older. I mean, 
like I said, there's a whole history of mankind. Somebody's going through it. Facts. So you got those people. Yeah, you're not the only person. Um, you, when you said to dive into your word, here, here's a great illustration of this. It, it's, it speaks of um, an adulterous woman. But I think it's a perfect illustration of what sin truly, how it truly entices. It, it's uh, it's uh, Proverbs 5, 1 through 6. And it says, My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to understanding that you may keep uh, discretion. And your lips may guard knowledge for your lips of a forbidden woman drip with honey. So it's enticing. And her speech is smoother than oil. So it sounds good. It looks good. But... Her feet go to death, and her steps follow to the path of Sheol. Mm. She does not wander the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. Sin sounds good, maybe even look mm. good, mm. but when you get in the midst of it, you want it's nasty. Mm. It's disgusting. It, it leaves you empty. It leaves you Dude. broken. It it leaves you in a place where you feel unworthy. For God, and you even the enemy tries to convince you, like, no, 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 you're so unworthy, you've abandoned his love, you shouldn't even be in his presence. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part about it, Christ doesn't sit there just with his arms open, but he comes and meets us where we are. Right, he come, he like, he'll be like, hey, I'm gonna help you, like, I'll get there with you. And when you were talking about, about you know, it being disgusting, listen, I don't know about y'all, but the first thing I think of when I think of the word disgusting is pornography. That's the first thing I think of because like we can think of, you know, smoking or whatever that's not good for us. But like when I think of disgusting, like when I think of like that is an awful thing, I think of porn because I'm just like, dude, that's, oh, especially if you've been through it. It it really is a a cheapening of people in general, especially women. It's a cheapening of God's most beautiful creation. Beautiful. It, Something it's, he it, makes. It, it, it's, it's, it's a perversion of it. That's um, supposed to be so beautiful. And yeah. It would make me mad at myself when I would like look at a woman a certain way and I'd be like, oh my gosh, God made her beautiful. Right. And I'm lo- like, you know. I know yeah. we sound I'm really like, basic right now, but we've been dead serious. <laughs> I, I relate with that. I relate yeah. with that. No, but I just like, are you serious? Like, like, I, like, and that's when you feel disgusted with yourself. Yeah. Oh, that self-pity boy. It'll, It'll, it's called it'll hit you. Called but guys, let's wrap up with this. We're gonna we're gonna end in a prayer, but just letting y'all know, there's always gonna be people out there that are trying to help you. Us, I mean, Mike, you're the man, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the heat, the guy. But uh, there's always gonna be a way out, guys. And seek the word, seek God. You'll find answers. I promise. Wraps up. All right, guys. Dylan, Father, thank you so much for uh, just today, Lord. Thank you for. Everything you put on our hearts today, I think it was a powerful message through you that was for you. And that's what makes it so beautiful is that you were here with us, Lord. Thank you so much for the blessings. Thank you for Caleb and thank you for Michael being here today and uh, just to glorify you, Lord. Please touch anybody who needs to hear this. Thank you for all you do. And just now pray. Amen. Amen. First guest, let's go. Hey. <laughs> Feel honored. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> <I> scrub <laughs> that. He said, eh.